This is the common area, good for R&R. &R. As you can see, I've planned for a long stay. The aquaponics system cleans the air and keeps it fresh. This is the living room. Help yourself to any reading. If you like to watch films, I have some on DVD and VHS cassette. Just make sure you put them back in their sleeve when they're done. The kitchen is fully functional. Has an electric stove, refrigerator, freezer, silverware. And that table is a family heirloom, which means watch your glasses. Always use coasters and placemats. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The this greater is good. episode 172, shut and tonight we Wait, what? But shut it. Oh, I couldn't hear you. Shut um, it. <laughs> and today we're talking about <laughs> 10 Cloverfield Lane. I am Sean Walrett. nine. And, oh, uh, <laughs> yes, there were nine other ones, but this was the one we chose. Uh, it's like the Rocky movies or something. I am Sean, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Touching is not allowed. Jimison. Uh, well, if that's the truth, then I've got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? You'll go blind. Uh, I did hear that it's actually extremely healthy for you. 21 uh, times a day. 21 times a day to help prevent prostate cancer. So I am doing my part probably twice over. So. <laughs> Ew. Uh, corny. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always want to start off the show with is masturbation <laughs> jokes. <laughs> well... I just thought I'd keep them handy. Okay. I mean. No, I appreciate you. No, no, they're all they're all great. But um, I. Okay, sorry. I'm having to. Frank's Netflix and chill. No, I'm. For some reason, this my volumes and things. I've moved. I've now moved, ladies and gentlemen, to my new home. Yeah. But all my like. Adjustments on my mixer are weird, so you guys are sounding not great right now. I don't know what's going on. You sounded fine pre-show, and then I hit record, and everything sounds awful. All right, we're just going to keep rolling with it. Uh, and Sam, oh, no, Corny, Rubber Ducky Shower Curtain, Logan. Rubber Ducky, you're the one for making bath time lots of fun. That's all I got. Yeah. Well, touching yourself makes it fun, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a pervert. I'm just gonna stand here and make sure you don't break nothing. And uh, <laughs> oh, and Sam, like pledging all over again. Wait, right, what? Yeah. No, yeah, actually, yeah. And Sam, holy crap, he was right the whole time, Vector. <laughs> That's right. I am right the whole time. 
And Sean, let me introduce you to this barrel I've got over here. <laughs> There's nothing bad in it whatsoever. I'll just keep it under the sink. For Take a deep keeping. look. Look at the bottom. Down there, there's there's a special thing down at the very bottom. Dude, is that sundrop? <laughs> it's all the sundrop left in the world. It's all fizzy. Wait a minute. Is that is that uh, Roger Rabbit at the bottom of that? Oh, my gosh. It's dip from who framed? Oh, nice. Oh, good reference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, let's pull up a comfy chair and dive in. Well, first of all, uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, I yes, missed you. It feels way too long. Yeah, well, yeah, three weeks. That's what uh, she said. So, oh, uh, I'm a criminal. You can't. What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did something happen in the three Sorry. weeks that we were gone? I, I transported liquor on. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, right. Yeah, you did. Um, Was it across state lines? No, no, it was not. Okay, well, you're fine. Well, you're not. It's not as bad. As long as yeah. they were in the trunk of your car, you're fine. Ish. Yeah. Um, it was. As I was going, woohoo! We were jumping over stuff. <laughs> were you listening nice. to Blur? Is that what you were doing? Oh, yeah. That's all I know. Okay. No, yeah. It's, uh, anyone <laughs> knows about that song. It's the woohoo song. Um, woohoo? So, yeah. Yeah. Track number two from Blur. Anyway. Well, who's Blur? Uh, you know the song, and I know you do. I know you're just pretending that you're fading to be old right now, but no, I really don't know who Blur is. No, I is believe Blur. you don't know who Blur is, but oh, okay, okay. I'm trying to get Never the, mind. but you know the Blur song. Is, Blur is what you have when you don't put your reading glasses on, Sam. Well, oh. <laughs> that happens to me all the time. Uh, Blur <laughs> track two. Come on, really? What? Oh, sorry, uh, YouTube is being incredibly it's, slow uh, right isn't now. Isn't it Macklemore and uh, uh, Macklemore? No. Yeah. If you write name? anything oh, on oh your. Oh my gosh. Stupid ads. Macklemore and. Uh, what? Uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the other dude, the other right dude. Ryan, Ryan, somebody. No, it was the guy from Growing Pain. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Yeah, I know. Yeah, every movie in the 90s had that song in it for some reason. Yeah, that's true. Um, mm. <laughs> so anyway, that's Blur. Uh, what was the point? I don't know. The point was, hey, welcome back, guys. It was fun. Um, uh, happy birthday, the USA, and all that jazz. This um, this is Ten Cloverfield Lane, 2016's Ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, if you're if you're trying if you're Seeing the, uh, you're listening to this and going, I don't know where it is. Well, it's on Amazon Prime. It's not yeah. on, um, yeah. it's not on the Netflix. It's on Amazon Prime, which we do occasionally. We'll flip over and do an Amazon movie. Uh, when we start running out of Netflix goodies, we well, swing both ways. Yeah, we do yeah. swing both ways. We're, we're, I've heard, we're, I've heard it both ways. We're open to whatever, you know. We've watched movies on YouTube. So, I mean, you know, we are non discriminatory except to uh, cultures uh, that we don't understand in Detroit. Um, like Central Africa. Oh, so you. I'm not touching that one. Yeah, no. no. Uh, Andrew, you were were you actually in Detroit when you sent that picture? I had a uh, a nine Layover. hour layover. Nine hours. Detroit. Oh, and you survived. Yeah. <laughs> did wow. you should you should really go get uh, check for tetanus. Did you did understand. you play? You should have played our RoboCop episode like on a loudspeaker. <laughs> 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 Everybody was really nice. I had a great bowl of macaroni and cheese. Oh, nice. From, uh, I don't know what the restaurant bowl was. Called. Bullets and uh... some tap room. Oh. Uh, Wait, I was it, with, 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 uh, 
beer made from Flint, uh, Michigan uh, water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no, you're gonna die. No, I ordered a Coke. I didn't want to drink the water. No, but Andrew is now magnetized water. due to the lead in his uh, <laughs> in his body. <laughs> he, he, his new power. superpower, <laughs> lead man. He that's what that's what should happen to to the people of Flint. There's it, it should be cooler than just dying. It should be like they should get superpowers. Superpowers. So like when yeah. Superman comes by, like if you're a supervillain, you just need to get one of these Flint, Michigan people to stand near you so that Superman can't X-ray through you to see you, whatever. <laughs> Right, that, that's a, that's his thing. Right? Yeah, he that's can't, thing. He can't see through lead, right? That's the, like that's right, right, his, right, right. Yeah, lead and yep. kryptonite. That's it. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, speaking of Superman, I watched. I did watch Wonder Woman. I know I mentioned it last time we were together, but yeah. I watched Wonder Woman. And Andrew, you said you're the only one that hasn't seen it yet, right? No, I have not. Okay. I, it, I decided to go Marvel this time first. It was pretty funny, like because yeah. I was when you said that in the group me, I was like, wait a minute, the way you were defending it made it sound like you had seen it. When I was saying that it was like bright in tone, and I, you were saying it was dark, but maybe it was Sam that was saying that. I can't remember. No, I don't think it was me. Oh, okay, well it was great. I loved it. I really did. Um, in fact, listener Alan, our friend Alan, who uh, who uh, My boy. so so strongly defended the Batman versus Superman pile of crap. Uh, sent me a message today, actually, <laughs> and said, hey, um, have you seen Wonder Woman? I was like, yeah, I have. And he said, what'd you think? And I said, it's the best DC movie since The Dark Knight. Easily. Yeah. yeah. Like, without question. And They're I think gonna get better. And I think it's probably, in my opinion, more watchable than The Dark Knight. I think The Dark Knight's a better movie. And, and, and I was saying, you love that movie. Absolutely. Um, but I, The Dark Knight is a little hard and it's a little dark. Whereas this movie, I think, is a little bit... <laughs> yeah, I, I set that one up. Um, <laughs> but I think this one's a little bit more uh, rewatchable. So anyway, yeah, I agree. think if, Andrew, you can watch it before next Wednesday, then we'll do a spoiler cast next Wednesday on it. Yeah, I think I can make that happen. I think we should do that. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to talking about it. Anyway, we're not going to talk about that tonight, though. We're going to talk about whatever I've said three times now. Ten Cloverfield Lane. That's what we're going to do. Like hell we won't. And, Andrew, if you would, sir, please tell us. Because is this, like, is, this, is this the monster movie with the shaky cam or what? So tell me. I need to know. Well, this is J.J. Abrams, so it's got a little bit of shaky cam. Well, he didn't direct uh, it. for, for No, his but it is, he's, his name's attached. Oh, yeah. yeah the bad yeah. robot was definitely there. Yeah. Okay, so what is 10 Cloverfield Lane? Well, after getting in a car accident, a woman is held in a shelter with two men uh, who claim the outside world is affected by widespread chemical attacks. Is it? Well, or is it not? you have to listen to the rest of our podcast or watch the movie, so suck it. That's right. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> suck it. Well, um, IMDb is getting really, really personal. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, it's all in there. It's strange. Yep. Uh, so Dan Trachenberg was the director of this, and he has only done this movie as a director. He Well, he directed one episode of Black Mirror, and he did a short called Portal No Escape. But this is it. And I frankly think, well, yeah, I'm going to say it. I think he did a really good job on this movie. Uh, had any of us seen this before tonight? No. Or this viewing, no. I should say? I had not. I've seen enough clips with uh, Mary uh, Elizabeth Winston, uh, Winston and so I was... Uh, 
Sure. Yeah, I think is is it true? I think we're in love with her now. Well, she's we, we've done three of her films. Um, yeah. I, well, it's and, probably and, the only three she's done. I've, I've been in love with her uh, the entire Ouch. time. She's done more. Uh, so, uh, well, here's the funny oh, thing. Yeah. I saw trivia when I was looking up trivia for Swiss Army Man. There's trivia in that movie for this movie, and the fact that both of the movies, the last word she says on screen is the F word. <laughs> for both movies, it's kind of weird. I was hoping that favorite. trivia was going to be in this movie, but it wasn't. Um, but anyway, that's fine. Uh, so, Andrew, I guess I'll let you lead off with your kind of initial thoughts on the movie. I had a really good time watching this movie. I don't know why. I don't know if it was just the mood that it caught me in. I, like I said before we started recording, I've seen a bunch of movies lately. And I had just finished watching Power Rangers. Um <laughs> <laughs> and that one was, you know, I was kind of lukewarm. And so I thought, all right, well, I, I, my kids are at camp, wife's at work. I might as well go ahead and watch 10 Cloverfield Lane. And so I put it in expecting to be bored because I had a lot of stuff to do around the house and I could not stop watching. Um, like, like I've said before, if it keeps my attention, I think it's a good film. And so this one had the suspense, had the, uh, um, I don't know, had the allure of of mystery to it. And so uh, I just enjoyed being on the edge of my seat trying to find out what was going to happen and what, you know, why these people were in this situation. Um, I thought John Goodman was, uh, you know, I, I'm used to seeing him on Roseanne and, and, and comedy uh, roles, mm -hmm. but I thought he did really well in this. And, um, uh, the what's her face mary uh, elizabeth winstead yeah uh i thought she was great too and uh and then uh the other guy uh whose name actually in the movie was the other guy he's uh <laughs> emmett. <laughs> emmett. Yeah. emmett yeah he uh was also very good and really throughout the, they're the only three people in the, in the movie pretty much the most yeah. Part. yeah so i don't know if anyone noticed i only know because i'm i was looking at the imdb page but there was a, a big, a famous cameo in the movie, believe it yeah. or not. What? Uh, there was like four people in this movie. So other than the crazy woman, right? Yeah. There are two other humans in the movie. Both Rocket. are both are voiceovers. <laughs> yeah, Rocket. Yeah, her fiance is Bradley Cooper. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. So I mean, What's that lucky SOB. I know, right? Uh, oh, sorry. There was radio broadcaster man, and then voice on radio lady, which was Somali Montano. Montano. Yeah, something like that. You kid, my oh, father. You want to know my name? Do you want? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good job. She does a lot of uh, voiceover work for Transformers and things. Anyway, cool. Yeah, I'm with you there, Andrew. I can I can pick up what you're laying down as long as I'm allowed to touch it. Um, That's what she said. Sure. <laughs> It's like the fourth one I've done tonight. Gosh. <laughs> You're just full of them tonight. Ugh. Sean, 21 times a day. Also I mean, what uh, she said, surprisingly. Yeah. yeah. Just full of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, let's hope not. Um, I'm going to have to put the explicit tag on this one. Man, no kidding. I'm going to have to, like, the name of the episode is just going to be Sorry for the Dick Jokes. Um, <laughs> when, it, when is it not with this podcast? <laughs> Take out the word jokes. And I mean, usually, good. like, we also sprinkle in a good fart joke and then a random Joe <laughs> Pesci, and then that's a podcast, you know? So, yeah. 
Uh, Sam and Andrew, I know, Andrew, you, you mentioned pre-show that you listened a little bit to the Judge Dredd episode. Um, how fitting, Corny, that the episode that Sam and Andrew aren't there is the episode where there was an actual, honest-to-God, Joe Pesci <laughs> exactly. moment. <laughs> and I and, missed it. Yeah, in that that the, the Rob Schneider character was originally offered to Joe Pesci, who turned it down, so they went to Rob Schneider. Oh, <laughs> it was in well, the trivia, so I, I had to, of course. I think Joe Pesci made the better choice there, yeah. uh, but he would so have been did... much better than the little weasel Rob Schneider. I would have made yeah. the movie, I think, just as bad, though. The Buddha's going to be pieced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, does, uh, that does count for a Joe Pesci intro, or a... Oh, it, it counts for this movie right. too. No, okay. you're 100 yeah. correct. I gotta yeah, ask: Have you guys? Did you guys watch Judge Dredd for that for that viewing by chance? Anyway, no, no. I did not have time. No, no. Okay. I had seen it before, but no, I didn't. I haven't okay. watched it. Recently. I was going to ask if you guys had like a a score you wanted to throw in there, but it's been so long. I need to watch it again. I will say no. this: Stephen, like, <laughs> he made me about piss myself when he was like, "I'm gonna give it a 10. And Corey, I'm both like, "What?" And he goes. I'm just kidding. I'm going to give it a six. Okay. okay. <laughs> he actually originally gave it a four. And then when Corny and I went a little higher than that, he goes, okay, I'm going to change it to six. So it, uh, <laughs> it sits comfortably at a 5.953. Anyway. Nice. Uh, Corny, this movie, please. All right. So um, I'm a little torn on how I feel about this movie. So, Knowing that this movie is supposed to be somewhat based on uh, Cloverfield, the original the, that movie uh, several years ago, I I was looking for more action, and I went in thinking that, and so that kind of threw me off. However, um, but I did watch all of this and uh, without um, feeling the need to do something else, like Andrew, and um, I actually woke up uh, Tuesday morning around five thirty, and woke up like actually woke up, and I was like, yeah, I'm gonna watch the movie today. And um, by the time the movie was over, I was like, oh, man, this is a great way to start the day. And uh, ended up being a very, very good, solid film. Um, you know, lots of times you expect all these over-the-top things and uh, in a film like this, especially with the, the content that you you know it's in here. Um, but I think it was a very well-done movie and didn't seem over-the-top, I don't think. Uh, but with that being said, I, I just, it's a very solid movie, and uh, I'll probably watch it again. All right, cool. Uh, Sam. All right. Um, I went into this movie. I, I, I have to admit, I love J.J. Abrams stuff. Um, uh, I love the mystery. You should be ashamed to admit. I know, I know. Um, but you know, I'm all. I I go all the way back to to Lost and Alias. Just you know, Mm -hmm. I I eat that stuff up. But um, I I like this film. I was thoroughly confused through most of it. In fact, I spent the first minute and a half of the film trying to figure out why the sound on my TV wasn't working. Right. Because all I could hear was soundtrack, and I was like, nothing's being said. And um, so I was, I, you know, obviously she was, there was no voice for her all right, for the first little bit or whatever. But um, it was, uh, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, I, uh, how can I explain it? I, it's such a weird film to go through. It's almost like we need to go through it chronologically because there's so many strange twists in this thing. Um, I did not expect the sick woman at the door. 
No. Um, and when I saw that, I was like, okay, all right. You know, John Goodman is is it's, actually trying to be the good guy here. Yeah, it's real. Yeah. Yeah, and but then, then, then he's like killing people and stuff, and it's like, what the heck? Um. So it, I I don't know how to describe it. I, I hope we can go through it ourselves. I enjoy the performance. I really enjoyed the performance of John Goodman, because he is creepy as hell in this movie, and he's all he is is eccentric. You know, he's not murderous as far as we know um, until he shoots somebody in the face. But <laughs> um, he has a reason for doing that. And it's just, it's so weird. Well, it's uh, a reason that he believes is the right reason. Yeah. So Yeah. So I don't know. I, I We need to talk through it a little bit more. I enjoyed the performances. I enjoy, I'm kind of like Andrew. I just enjoyed the movie. And it's been a while since I've, I've actually had a good time just sitting here watching a movie so that's where i come from without touching himself without touching myself yeah, <laughs> yeah. always comes back to that um <laughs> so i really enjoyed the crap out of this movie <laughs> and and corny i'll tell you i'll i'll i want to remark to something you said when you said that this is part of the cloverfield universe or it's directly involved with the Cloverfield movie. So when yeah. this movie came out, like 2016, so this is on the heels of Star Wars The Force Awakens, right? And mm -hmm. so, you know, we're everyone's excited for The Force Awakens, The Force Awakens, and I think they actually put this movie's trailer, maybe, at the beginning of that. I can't remember. So all of a sudden they tease this thing called 10 Cloverfield Lane. We're like, what the heck? How did he have time to produce another monster flick while he's yeah. doing Star Wars? So then the only trailer I ever saw, the only one I saw was the dinner table scene where she's kind of looking anxious and then she hits him with the bottle and then she runs upstairs to the door and then she gets all wide-eyed and scared. And so my thought was, okay, she's like been kidnapped in this bunker or whatever and then... She goes upstairs to look to see that the big red monster is out wreaking havoc across the, the world. Right? Yeah. That's what I thought was happening. And then when I go up and, and he keeps talking about maybe there's Martians or there's another attack. And I'm like, oh, that can't be real. That can't be real. You just think it's some sort of crazy thing. Yeah, it's yeah, just it's, his way of he's kidnapping. Nuts. He's not, yeah. He's trying to recreate this family dynamic that he clearly has lost. Uh, or is incapable of owning himself because of his OCD slash. Uh, it's not autistic. It's like he he plays it. He plays the character like he's a a nine year old or an eight year old. You know, like he. Mm -hmm. broke these it. are his toys. Yeah, these Don't are my you mess toys. With my Don't, toys. Right, and then oh, you did a bad thing. You did a bad thing, and you're sorry for it. Yeah, you're right. I'm sorry for it. You know, so. Yeah, you're, and I accept your apology, Sean. And I accept your apology. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> so I kind of kept expecting that, and then this movie goes like completely different oh, direction at the holy end. Holy heck! And I don't want to go. You know, I don't want to go there this now. Is but escalated quickly, type of things. So yeah, I don't want to go there just yet. I want to even save okay, it for the show right. a little bit. But that turn was like out of nowhere, and I compared it today to From Dusk Till Dawn. If you guys mm -hmm. remember that movie, the George Clooney Tarantino flick, like the first half of that movie is a Tarantino flick. You know, it's super creepy. They kidnap some people. 
They're trying to get to Mexico, and then they get to the bar, and then it turns into a Robert Rodriguez film with vampires and Selma Hayek uh, pouring champagne down her leg and whatever. And that movie like completely changes tone. And that's what but didn't this they, movie did. they changed directors in that movie too? I mean, like they, they literally, literally yeah. passed the torch in the in that part. Yeah, it literally is the first half of the movie is Tarantino, which is super creepy and awkward and scary and whatever, and then it turns into vampire <laughs> craziness with Preacher Man. I forgot his name. So, um, anyway, yeah, but. Yeah, the turn in this movie I did not see coming, but I just enjoyed the crap out of it. I really did. Um, <laughs> the other thing I really liked about this movie, and again, we can all talk about it, is like there's so many unanswered questions. Absolutely. And, I, and I'm yeah, good that with was... that. I'm totally good with it. I, like what happened to the bloody earring? Did we ever figure out what happened? The help written on the, the window? Well, we know it was that girl in that picture who was not his daughter. Yep. Um, so, so, so the question is, and I'm glad you brought this up. So is that like his trial run with this? Was that, I guess my, my the way my brain is, is rationalizing it is that he did have a daughter and a, and a wife and a daughter and, and they were taken from him, whether she literally left to Chicago or they died or he killed them. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But he's mm-hmm. trying to recreate this family dynamic with a pretty brunette girl, right? Yeah. And he, he kidnaps this other girl who he pretends to be the daughter who maybe he found out she scratched help up in the, that place. And he maybe he found it or saw it and therefore he had to stop her and she probably went into the dip. Yeah. So... That's what I think, unless you guys have a different theory. See, the weird thing about all that is the timeline. You know, at what point was he down there? How long did she sleep? Um, I could see that happening if... Well, that would all have been before the attack. Yeah. Because he was still... Uh, uh, Emmett was still talking about, like, all the, she went to my little sister's school. So that would have been... yeah. I think but Emmett so. helped build this place, right? Right. Right. So he doesn't look that old to me. He looks like he's in his 20s. Yeah. So, so this thing, I mean, did he get him, you know, was he a high school helper? You know, helping. I, I just, I'd like to know the, um, I'd like, I'd like well, to know yeah, the Well, yeah, I mean, like if he's 18 years old and he started working on this project and it took him a couple of years to do it, I mean, he's talking about gonna go run for this school i mean yeah it might have taken or maybe he got he hired him at 16 yeah you know i mean that's not unheard of i mean i had jobs at the construction company in my neighborhood at 16 um though i didn't help build bunkers i cleaned out houses that were being built but yeah um so yeah i mean that makes sense if he was 16 and then while he was building the bunker and he finishes the bunker let's say at 18 and then he tries the the kidnapping thing with the girl and that last ten for... years, yeah, between the the ten years, let's say ten years from eighteen to oh, to I don't 28. even I don't even think he was that long. Yeah, I would have thought less than that. He didn't look twenty eight, but maybe I don't know. Maybe he did. Yeah. Um, I mean he's he's Andrews, but age, I could so. I could see that happening and and doing a trial run. Yeah. Um, but 
I just why would he do that? You know, I but he's crazy, I guess. I don't know. It just yeah. there's so many unanswered questions. Yeah. I want to know, you know, did he in 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 fact um you know, kill somebody for God's sake. I, I think he did. I mean, what do you, Corny Gander? I mean, I don't want you guys to think that we don't. Yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely think he killed her. Um, may have ate her. There's a, oh, I came across this very, very um, conspiracy theory esque uh, thing. But um, so, long story short, um, when the first Cloverfield movie came out, sorry, when Cloverfield came out, mm-hmm. there was a website and other stuff you could do and kind of um, do this weird thing where you can go and check on things and you get little hints as to what's going on. And apparently they did the same thing for this movie. Um, it oh. kind of talked about, um, you know, where the monster came from and other stuff like that. And in that little that that web page and it went i mean it went way down the rabbit hole um or at least the bunker hole and um it mentioned like the story this like what happened to megan and all that other stuff and um how creepy you know uh, and the reason why he started to make that bunker uh but basically the reason why he started to make the bunker is that um they found the monster and were the main the cloverfield monster and they were doing, you know, doing things to it. He felt like that monster was gonna, you know, rise up and kill a bunch of people. Rise so up. He started making, yeah, and started making a uh, bunker. So I think the bunker was made because he, you know, since he was in the navy, he was on the ship that discovered the monster. The monster to begin with. And so anyway, like the whole thing, even if it's not true, was damn impressive. Uh, but it did have like, uh, there's a, you know. Again, you could go to a website and you could read people's bios and it made mention of these things. And, um, you know, you could find uh, letters uh, from John Goodman's character to his family or something like that. But whatever it is, it got pretty hinky. Um, and so, yeah, I'm pretty sure he killed her. Uh, might might have been on an accident, but, you know. Could have been like, hey, can you go get the uh, vat of Mountain Dew? Oh, no. <laughs> but there was blood up there, too. So, yeah. And it maybe hit her head, you know. No, I but think she's here. Wasn't that, though, in a room that, he, that John Goodman couldn't get to? Well, he yeah. couldn't get there because of the outside air was contaminated. Again, if he did the experiment before the world huh. went to hell, that was a lock on the top. He could have accessed that maybe from the outside before he put the lock on the inside. Yeah. I mean, she was in that space and that he would have had access to her. I I think what happened is, is that she got into that space somehow. He went out around, saw her, saw her scratching help, which I assume she did with her, either her earring. She was scratching with her earring and bloodied herself holding the sharp pointy end of the, of the earring, or she was doing it with her fingernails or something like that. And, and then he saw her, and then this was his her punishment for trying to escape, was was she had to die, is that then he realized she's never going to stop trying to escape, and it's going to ruin his plans, so he has to kill her. Yeah. Uh, that's what makes the most sense for me. Um, that makes. Sense. Anyway, um, what was I going to say? I don't remember. Um. <laughs> Some of the other un- and, and unanswered questions is 
I guess maybe not unanswered, but I guess we have to assume is that when he shoots Emmett, spoiler, he shoots Emmett in the face, right? He did. Uh, he's face. not going to be in <laughs> 10 Cloverfield Lane 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shot me in the face. Um, he, he says as he's, as he's comforting her, he says now it's the way it's always supposed to be. It's just the two of us. And I think when, cause he shows the bruise and he says, how'd you get that bruise? Did he do that? And he goes, no, man, I did it to myself. I was trying to get in when the attack happened, he was trying to get in. And I made, and I think that that really bothered John Goodman is that he, that guy screwed up his plans, but he was afraid that if he let him out, if he didn't let him in, then he would go and get other people to say, Hey, he's got this bunker here. Mm-hmm. So he let him in and kept an eye on him. And then he was basically just kind of looking for an excuse to shoot him in the face. In, in the, the face. face. So <laughs> on my end, that was perfectly timed to uh, Sam, by the way. Oh, good. Yeah. Um, anyway. So again, the movie had my attention the whole time because you just never knew how, I mean, God, how does 280 pound John Goodman walk silently through that building and show up at places is beyond me, but all right. So uh, I I will definitely say, as a man of of height and weight, um, people lose sight of me all the time at work, and I just show up and think like, oh, I didn't know you were there. I'm like, how do you not notice that? Right. <laughs> In my own house, I've watched people. You don't be like, oh, what are you doing here? I'm like, I live here. Right. <laughs> well, the only thing I can say to that is that. You're not the threat of the house like he is. No. I would, True. You know what I'm saying? Like, you always have to know where he is at all time. Um, but I'm just saying it's easy to lose sight of a very tall, very heavy man. I still think John Goodman's a hard man to lose, but I, <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying. Uh, somebody needs to put a bell on him. Um Thank you. It was pretty funny when the first moment that when she woke up in the, I watched this with my wife, um, as I typically do. And the first time she looked up and we, we are shown the air vent. Sarah says, she looks at me and she says, she's going to end up crawling them through there because all movies have air vents that are big enough for people and are clean and well lit. And (laughs) I looked at her and I was like, you just named the first trope of the movie and I wrote it in. So, uh, and that all happened. So good job, Sarah. Uh, uh, I wrote, he's acting a little, and then I stopped. Apparently I was going to write something and then something in the movie caught my attention. and I didn't finish <laughs> writing. Um, I did write it 32 minutes. I'm still trying to figure out if it's real or not. So even after, the lady shows up, right, and does her yeah. little headbanging routine. I still wasn't a hundred percent sure it was real, because it, my first thought was that timing was super convenient. Was that like a projection, projection or something? Like, was it actually real? You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but I guess, but it was, it was real. Um, and it was also super convenient timing that she showed up at that precise moment. They needed to show that everything was real. It was also very convenient that the other girl, the daughter, I guess had the same exact fitting clothes as 
Michelle, oh, that always happens. That always that happens. that would definitely be a trope. That the, the yeah, it's a trope. You find are always, clothes and they yeah. beat you perfectly. Yeah, but yeah. the it other really never happens for me. But the argument would be someone else is probably saying who's seen this movie probably more times than we have is saying, of course they fit because he picked her out at the gas station, saw that she was the right size, hair color, body type. And he's and that's why he picked her is because she reminded him of his daughter, and we lost Sam on the call. So it's really losing if he quits. I don't know. <laughs> well, it's weird. It shows that he's still there, just camera off and muted. So either Kimberly's in the room giving him okay, whoa, cookies. <laughs> uh, I'm just gonna keep going. Uh, with the show, not with what I was saying. Um, <laughs> yes, I did. Make sure uh, Kimberly listens to the show. <laughs> but yeah, no, please don't. Uh, oh, I will say this, Corny. Yeah, man. Guess what? What? Uh, I got. A, we had a. We did. We had. Wasn't there two? Yeah, there was the one for the uh, making of the suit. Mm-hmm. There was this. Well, no, wait. What, yeah, what? there was the suit montage, but there was also the "Hey, we're getting along now" as a family montage, right? Oh yeah, good one. Um, oh yeah, that was the thing. Like, like the acceptance montage. Like, okay, we're we're all good. We're family now. Things are fine. Helicopters going over. It's strange, but whatever. It's fine. Uh... And then I wrote, I imagine it would be hard to Iron Man yourself a suit under the watchful eye of a crazy person. Because that's literally what they did. All right, so let's, let's, like, uh, let's point out that uh, Iron Man also did the same thing. That's my cameras. Yeah, that's my point. It's like they did the same thing they did in Iron Man. Oh, they said it was hard to Iron Man a suit when someone's watching. It's like, no, no, it's apparently pretty easy. Well, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess I should wrote that. Apparently it's easy to Iron Man yourself a suit. Under the watchful eyes of a crazy person. Scariest Santa ever. That scene just (laughs) wrecked me. Oh my gosh. Um, Because he's, I know what you're doing. I'm always watching. And then she screams, you're Santa Claus. And he goes, oh, well, not your turn. I get that point. Like, yeah, you do. And then he pulls out the barrel. And so then I was like, okay, is this? Is this the Santa Claus fake out scary thing or is this real? Oh, oh no, this is real. Okay, got it. And then she melted his face. Ugh. His face. She melted his face. Uh, I did write, she must have watched Shawshank to know to tie her clothes to her leg. Oh, good boy. Uh-huh. And then, damn it, where did Sam go? Um, I'm going to try to reset. Oh, brother, where are Sam? Yeah. Oh, there he is. You back, Sam? You got to unmute yourself. You there? Yeah, you there? Yeah, I'm I'm here. I I have to talk to Kimberly for a few minutes. I'm sorry. That's fine. That's what we figured (laughs) was happening. But I tell you, my Google Hangouts is all screwed up. I only see Sean. Now the, the mute button is like totally blacked out. I can't see where it is. Um. I might just reset here for a second, if All that's right. okay. No, you're good. Okay, sorry. No, it's fine. I was just going to talk about the, the craziest part of the entire movie. But no, please, go ahead and restart your thing. 
Now that he's gone. Now that he's gone, the real (laughs) show can begin. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to plug in an episode where it didn't have Sam and let him interject in that show. Oh, nice. (laughs) We're going to go to bed. I mean, all together, you know. Not individually. Unmute yourself. There you go. That's much better. Oh, my gosh. Good. All right, now I can see everything. All right, sorry, guys. So, um... So let's talk about it, okay? So, so her, Mary, and Emmett devise this plan where they're gonna take the duck, ducky, uh, uh, vinyl, what's it called, shower curtain, and turn it into a, a bio suit, right, with some uh, soda bottles and some other things, and duct tape, um, which I totally get. I'm totally with that. All right, fine, I get that. Whether it's MacGyver's. Yeah, they make over the hell of it. I mean, I'm gonna say oh, this absolutely. about I'm gonna say this about her character. I was so glad that they made her character a strong woman who was smart and clever, and yep. not just the damsel in distress. She wasn't just screamy girl the whole time. She wasn't just, oh woe is me, I can't believe it. I mean, she hardly ever like she. My leg hurts. I can't walk. Like she cried yeah. for a little bit at the beginning once she kind of got over the shock and then the only other time she cried was when he got really scary at the dinner table mm-hmm. and then when she he shot Emmett in the face in the but, face in the face but otherwise she was this strong like smart clever character and i really clever appreciate girl. clever girl yeah <laughs> as as she poured acid across his face um so like, I really, really appreciated that about the movie. So anyway. But in, but wait, in order to make the ending work, they had to make her clever. Oh, and yeah. Resourceful. Oh, yeah. You have to. I mean, I, I think it was a bit of a leap, and I'm sure we'll talk about it here in a second, for, for what she did at the ending. I don't care. Um, but they had to at least put the, the, the dominoes in motion to, yeah. of how she was able to get all that. And I together. thought it was so clever. So the. Was it clever filled? It was very clever field, yes. I think that's a, probably a better name for the episode than sorry for the penis jokes. Um, Megadicks. Uh, <laughs> I actually think that's already been an episode. Um, yeah, what, what's your work address, Sean? No. So... <laughs> uh, thank you for showing all red. Oh, well, it's in the... What's in the box? It's in, in the a box. clear plastic container. <laughs> well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, all four of us work at state g- jobs. It wouldn't be that hard for any of us to find the address, work address of each other. So, um, just if something like that shows up, return to sender is going to happen. Um, anyway, oh so like. So we, we keep hinting at this thing that happens at the end. Again, if you haven't seen the movie, you really need to stop the show and go watch it and come back. Yeah, yeah. But, don't don't go any further. We've been, we've done well not to say what happens, but, but you, it's wild. Yeah. So, but if you if you want are one of those that just listens to the show without watching the movie, which is fine. Here's the big thing: in the movie, she climbs out. She's in the bio suit. She's doing good, or the whatever you call yeah, the bio suit. We'll call it that. Environmental yeah. suit. Uh, the Mark and, uh, Mark One, the Mark One environmental suit, yeah, and the, um, the shower curtain, yeah, the the ducky, and yeah. she gets outside and she's free and she's excited and she can't hear anything because she's in this suit and she's all breathing heavy, and she gets to the truck and she's she's like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna escape in the truck and 
we're going to be fine. And she rips her suit and she's terrified. She's like, oh crap, I ripped my suit. So she duct tapes it up real, real big. And all of a sudden she looks up and there are a flock of geese flying by. And then she takes her helmet off and realizes yeah. everything is fine. Now pause there for a second, Sean. Yeah. Was anybody else during this time of the movie expecting the, the obligatory bad guy pop up? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, it the was. Entire time. Right? So I'm sitting there the entire time she's looking at the geese. I'm like, get out of there. Get out of there. He's going to be coming through that door, you know, half melted. Dragging a leg behind him. Yeah, and he's going to be shooting up the place. But anyway, okay, go ahead, John. Well, it's funny. My wife thought the exact same thing. She's like, yeah. what are you doing? You got to get the heck out of there. He's going to come up. And I said, no, he, his face was melting. Trish. And I don't think he, he couldn't have gotten out the way she did. And I don't think he had his keys. To uh, well, she didn't have them, so maybe he could have gotten out the front. Yeah. I don't know, but I yeah, see, I, I think, but because the building, his house was on fire, I don't know if he could have escaped anyway. And then when that thing blew up, man, that was cool. Yeah. Um, so she takes it yeah, off, but and it, but at the same time, though, blow it blowing up caused further problems. It caused further um, problems later on. But here's what I was yeah. expecting to happen. Honestly, I expected kind of one of two things. I expected her, to, once she saw the geese, she was going to look around and see, like, like you know, the, the trails you see when the airplanes go <laughs> flying by really high over? And it was yeah. going to be like, did you guys ever see uh, 28 Days Later? Yeah. Yes. When the, when, when the guy wakes up and they're told that the whole world has turned into zombies. And then he looks up at one point and sees a jumbo jet and realizes that the, the plague has been contained to England. And that yeah. the rest of the world is fine. And that's what I expected to happen, that this whole thing was, was, a, was a plot to keep her there. So I was expecting to see that. And the other part of me expected the big red monster to come down and eat her, honestly. <laughs> because if you've Just seen Cloverfield, can I, I guess I can spoil Cloverfield. It's been nine years. Yep. The, every character in the movie that you're introduced to in the Cloverfield dies by the hand of the monster. All of them. They all die. So... <laughs> Was, I was it the monster or was it a nuclear explosion? Well, I mean, some people died from debris, but it was all resulting of the monster. Okay. Yeah. And the last two surviving, the two hot people, the camera operator and the hot girl, were literally eaten by the monster or something like that. Um. So anyway, I was expecting that. I was not expecting when she <laughs> looks up after the explosion and she hears a noise to see a legit alien spaceship. <laughs> the earth has been invaded by the the water people from signs. No, but they were earth was been invaded by weird looking yeah. armadillo bug creature things. The the movie totally took a sci-fi turn. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. Hard right sci-fi turn um at that moment. And I'm like, what is yeah. this? I yeah. I kind of likened it to uh, Cabin in the Woods. But yeah, the yeah, big okay. difference is that we're kind of on that journey together and you have to make up your mind if the whole, if we don't do the sacrifice, the gods kill us kind of a thing. Yeah. And then when we have that ending, you're like, oh, okay, it's real. That was kind of what this was. And then, so when she drops the F-bomb and you're like, oh, he was right? You've <laughs> got to be kidding me. He's totally yeah. psycho, but he was right. Yeah. Yeah. Did you... Could you imagine if she had to like go back, and be like, "Hey, <laughs> hey, how are you? So, sorry so, for the face." I, with the acid, I, I, I did have a slight um, 
a slight problem with the aliens and the ship in so fact that they were basically vaginas they kind of did like that yeah i kind of noticed that it was fairly phallic yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. whatever so the the coolest thing i thought in the movie was gonna dust over the vagina ship i don't think we can do that (laughs) no yeah (laughs) Well, no, we're going to talk about it in the fact that what she does, how, how she kills it is yep. on the way out the door, right? She's breaking up with her fiance so on the way out the door. She grabs her suitcase and her keys and a bottle of Glenn something. Glenn finish. Glenn, yeah. Oh my gosh. That's the bottle. I just connected it. What? Oh, th- that's the bottle she grabs. Yeah, from yeah, her yeah. That's apartment. the bottle. So she bought, she grabs a bottle from her apartment, <laughs> and then so she's in the truck, right? So she's defeated the other the other monster, right? The the little the little monster alien, right? And so she's in the truck, and all of a sudden the big ship comes over and is starting to pick her up, and so she kind of has this moment of defeat, like, um, this is how it's gonna end. I survived John freaking Goodman. And now I'm going to get eaten by this vagina ship. And all of a sudden she sees the lighter and the bottle of her alcohol that he stole, apparently, when he wrecked her car. And um, and she douches the ship. And she, yeah, <laughs> she, I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say she freaking Randy Quaided that thing in Independence Day. I mean, yeah, man. And. And, and lit that bitch up and, and killed it, which was great. Again, the fact that she made a Molotov cocktail out of this probably 60 or $70 bottle of whiskey was fantastic. I was, I was great. <laughs> and she, uh, yeah, man, she, she, she killed them bitches. And so then she gets in the car of the dead lady and drives yeah. off. And then you get the radio and they're like, hey, we've retaken the southern seaboard. Meet in Houston. And uh, so she goes off to Houston. So now I'm like, I want to see that movie now. I want to yeah, see the, yeah, please. The, did it just turn into Battle L.A.? Like, I want to see that movie. So, <laughs> so while while actually saying we were waiting on you to fix your stuff, I was actually kind of looking around, and there are currently no talks of a sequel. But Mary Elizabeth Winstead has gone on record saying, if Dan, the director, wants to do a sequel, I'm in. And uh, I did learn in doing some research for the movie that they intend to make, there's going to be a, and I say a third movie because this movie and the other movie are somehow related. There's going to be a third movie that ties them together because this isn't a prequel. It's a, just another movie. So I'm interested to see what happens there, but that hasn't happened yet. I mean, even under JJ Abrams, producer credit it doesn't i don't know though you know jj abrams loves these uh mysteries and it the mystery's out there uh, you know it's it's not wouldn't be that much of a mystery to have a uh what you might call it la um like a battle in this LA, world yeah. battle la oh. it would have to be something certainly oh different. i lied 2017 cloverfield movie in post-production oh. Look at that well i'm dancing <clears throat> There is no information except that it's a different well, there never cast. never is with these things. It's a completely different cast, though it's got David Oyelowo. Oyelowo. No. Olio. Olio. It's him. I like him. Um, but a bunch of other people I've never heard of. Well, actually, I have heard of these people. Never mind. Uh, what is the... What, uh, 
A shocking discovery forces a team of astronauts aboard a space station to fight for survival while their reality has been altered. That's all it says. Now, there, I have been told there is a rumor that that movie Life with Ryan Reynolds up on the space station and the, the little bug that whatever, that that's supposed to be the prequel to Cloverfield. But I don't... Oh. I don't know. Anyway, it's fine. Interesting. Uh, yeah, they're super low budget. I mean, this movie was super low budget. I mean... Mm-hmm. Well, it was basically one stage yeah, or one, one set. Uh, yeah. build. It was uh, like a $15 million budget. I mean... That turned out great. Yeah. It yeah. fantastic. And well, like, didn't they make like $75 million or something on this thing too? Uh, I'll tell you. So they made a ton of money on it for the budget. Well, yeah, gosh. Uh, let's see. It grossed, yes, yeah, $71 million in the U.S. No, that's not right. It, it Wait. 100. This is so confusing. Sorry, this awkward moment is brought to you by me reading. <laughs> it says well, it says May twenty second. It's giving me gross numbers. It says seventy one million. Okay, now I'm reading it right. Yeah, so yeah, seventy one million is what it ran for its twelve week run. So it says seventy one million bucks. I mean, yeah, man, for on, a, on yeah, fifteen million dollar movie. I mean, too shabby. Yeah, so. Uh, but while I was looking for uh, that other stuff, I was looking at something at J.J. Abrams. Where, where'd it go? He's doing something else that caught my eye. Um, obviously, Star Trek sequel he's producing. Um, Star Wars The Last Jedi he's producing. He's doing a Mission Impossible 6. They're filming it right now. He's also produced, announced a movie, Half-Life movie, and a Portal movie. So we're getting into the video game Ooh. world. And he's also producing something called Overlord. With Wyatt Russell. Is it like and Operation Overlord? I don't know what it is. There's only a few people that have character names. A story of two American soldiers behind enemy lines on D-Day. Oh, okay. Wasn't that the Operation Operation Overlord? Wasn't that the invasion plan? Wasn't that what it's called? I can't remember. Anyway, there you go. He's doing some stuff. Look at that. Uh, yeah, we ready for some clippy clips? Right? Are we done talking about it? I mean, I mean, I, I'm I'm out of notes. So. I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, I don't have a whole lot of bad things to say uh, about this one. No, um, yeah, no, jeez. It's uh, it's not a perfect. I I think there was a little bit of clunky editing here and there, but um, it's a it was a pretty solid film. Yeah. I, um, so here we go again. Movie. A movie is, I mean, frankly, this is kind of a hard movie, so there's not a lot of humor. So most of the clips are, are the only kind of funny moments I could find um, in the in the movie. And it, But most of it's just John Goodman, because I thought he was really good in this. What are you going to do to me? I'm going to keep you alive. Ugh, so creepy. I'm going to make you put lotion on. Right. Get in the hole and put lotion on the skin. Here we go. Scary door. So, um, uh, how are you doing? Uh, you okay? What is this? It's a bunker. Your room's a little bit of a fixer-upper, but I mean, at least you got a door. Scary door, but you still got a door. 
I mean, oh, how much fuel does he have to have to power generators that could power the bunker for a year or two? I mean, good lord. A lot of diesel or Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't expect solar and wind to power that thing. Right. I mean all he, the time. And he called it generators. Um and they, they literally gave us one light flicker so he could use the phrase generators, don't worry about it. Because that never was a thing again. And then here's something that they didn't. I just thought about this. There's something that they didn't. It's not really a hopping man because we don't have any other people in the movie. <laughs> hopping object. So the thing that was blocking the vent wasn't ever fixed. Like she just goes and turns the thing off and turns it back on and it works. There was something physically blocking the vent. I thought it was going to be a person at first. Like crazy lady like got in the vent system somehow. You know what I'm talking about? Like, he's trying to pull the vent and yeah. it doesn't work. Anyway, he says it's something stuck and then she climbs up there and then she finds the space. Maybe it was the body of that girl. Ooh. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe. All right, here we go. I'm a lumberjack and I don't care. Ooh. Cornering the market on post-apocalyptic fashion, huh? Mm-hmm. Need more axes and chainsaws. What? She has a shotgun. Yeah. What if up there it's like... What? Lumberjacks? Zombies. <laughs> uh, I like her subtlety. She was good. Um, this was also the really the only funny thing that John Goodman said in the entire movie, except for the other clip I got of him. So, one of two. Now, to restart the unit, you just swing the handle off, then on, off, then on. That should do it. And neither of us will be able to go in and help you if you get stuck. Don't get stuck. <laughs> we get awfully smelly after a while, I would think. Waka waka. Ah, that's that's as funny as the jokes get. And then there was this. Now that was a great example of teamwork. Very well done. If you like some music, problem solving always puts me in a musical mood. That's your clips. That's all I wrote. There you go. Because, again, there's not a whole lot of there's not a whole lot of dialogue that is worth. You, did, you didn't get the Santa charade. Uh, I, I actually did capture it, and then when I played it back, it was so creepy and intense. I was like, <laughs> "This is gonna kill the show." Well, like, is anybody else creeped out after they started playing the music and it was like John Goodman twerking for just a moment? Yeah, it was a little weird. It made me laugh though, because of like what's happening. Like the two of them are like plotting the the his demise and he's over there twerking. So I kind of liked I liked it. Uh but you're not wrong, it was still kind of scary. Uh here we go. And now for some more bad news. Ready? The cast members weren't told the title of the movie during production, preserving the secret as long as possible. Um, what? Yeah, I guess they didn't want them no, to... No, 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 no. Did anybody else hear that? Yeah, I heard it. That, that oh, was, man, uh, I hope they caught it. What? <laughs> oh, shoot. Sean is the, now uh, the trap queen. Yeah. Remember Andrew's but, 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 but? Yeah, you just did secret, 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 secret. Oh, did I? It wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't have captured on the recording. Oh man! Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> Say that again. Um, I the, was just laughing at you. <laughs> the cast members weren't told the title of the movie during production, preserving the secret as long as possible. 
Oh. Eh. I mean. Okay. Um, okay. Debbie does Dallas. She didn't know the 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 title until uh, uh, she, she probably did. <laughs> uh, I mentioned this earlier. Although they take place in the same universe, the film has few connections to Cloverfield. However, producer J.J. Abrams has stated that the studio has a plan to tie the two films, as well as possible future films in the franchise together. I, um, of course, I had to do the only really Star Trek connection in the movie is, of course, J.J. Um, and his homage to his grandfather, who his Kelvin. name was Kelvin. Yeah, and yeah. so that name is in everything that J.J. does. And of course, it's the name of the spaceship that tricked, that kicked off the whole new timeline in the Star Trek universe. Thus, you have the original timeline and the Kelvin timeline. I captured this trivia literally so I could play my. Um, you know, I always like to play the. Uh, if I see fiddle. a piece, if I see a piece of play the fiddle. No, if I see a piece of trivia that I really think is just, just really, why can't I find it? This. That is one big pile of shit. Here it is. The first trailer for this film was screened before 13 Hours, a Michael Bay film. The original Cloverfield also had a secretive production and marketing with the first trailer being released before Transformers, another Uh, Michael Bay film. That is one big pile of shit. There you go. Uh, I'm so happy the new Transformers is doing so poorly. It makes me, makes me smile. Is it really? Yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't. Anybody shocked? No, no, I'm not shocked. I'm just, I'm only shocked that they keep making these damn things. Yeah, I mean, they dragged poor Anthony Hopkins into this movie. Like, let him go and go do a Thor movie at least. Wow, it's it's sitting at a five point three on IMDb with a meta score of twenty eight. IMDb doesn't tie into Rotten Tomatoes, so I don't know what that is. Um, we're so busy trying to play God. We, uh, oh, Stanley Tucci <laughs> reprises his role in this. I didn't know that. Um, I'm looking at bu- budget of 217 million so far, it's grossed 120 million worldwide. It's already made 500 million dollars. I mean, I guess if people still go, go watch it, I guess they're going to keep making them. I guess. Uh, anyway, it's just like uh, it's like your child when your child's doing a thing that you don't—they're doing it just for the attention. You just have to ignore them. We just need to ignore Michael Bay. It's just one of the, that's what we have to do. Um, I usually just put Parker outside. Oh, let's just put Michael Bay outside. No, Michael Bay, you stay outside. You know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> Mary Elizabeth Winstead is barefoot throughout the whole movie. In an interview, she stated in a lot of the close-up shots, she was wearing slip-on shoes or flip-flops. Meanwhile, somewhere in America, Quentin Tarantino was headed to the bathroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With <a bar>. <laughs> 21 <laughs> times a month, folks. Uh, a day. A day. A day. Oh, a day. Let's... No, it can't be a day. No, Good it's God. a month. Was it a it month? Be... Well, you said I day you earlier. I misspoke. Oh, okay. It's, I was like, I was like how do you have what? time to function? Well, how do you... <laughs> it's a month. It's called friction burns after a while there, God, buddy. Like... <laughs> you got to use the right stuff. Wait, what? How do you even, go to... <laughs> like, how do you even work? 
<laughs> like your calendar <laughs> will just have all this like these 15 minute spaces where you can't do anything yeah. ladies and gentlemen a lot of small child please turn this podcast off right now oh, i'm sorry it's a lot of electrolytes you'd need yeah you're drinking gatorade all day um mary elizabeth winstead honey i need a gatorade <laughs> as long as you're doing it your 21 times yeah anyway mary elizabeth winstead crawls through an air duct in this movie, just like Bruce Willis did in Die Hard. She plays yeah. his daughter in the fourth Die Hard movie. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, that's a stretch. It's so bad. All the trivia in this movie is bad. I picked that one just because I like Die Hard. Yeah. Um, am I going to do the recasting game? Because it's such a new movie. It's so, so new. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Any of the aged actors like John Goodman of that age I think could do I decently. I don't think you would want to change it. I thought he was great and creepy. I mean, mm-hmm. I know there are other great creepy actors. I'll do a Liam Neeson there. Oh, I don't <laughs> want to see him as a bad guy. Maybe I mean, that's why it would be so great. He's I mean, not a bad guy. He's just eccentric. Shot a guy that we know of, right? Shot a guy in the face. Shot me in the know. face. I did like the soundtrack. I did like um, the intro was really nice to the movie. I, I also nice. liked some of the, the. There's only three songs. I think we're alone now. We're alone now, but they did it was a cover, mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was good. Um, there was a. They also played "Tell Him" and "Venus," and then the rest of the score was filmed. Uh, scored by music was scored by Bear McCreary. That's the guy that did it. So cool, good for him. He's the guy that goes out. To the wild and brings celebrities. Yep, drinks his own urine. Does he drinks on a pee? Uh, drinks drinks on a pee. Pees on a on a tree, and drinks it. <laughs> oh, jeez. I was right. trying to make a Waterworld reference, but I screwed that nice. all to pieces. Which is fine. Uh, top three. Oh wait, I have a clip for that. Top three. Uh, crap. Where is it? Uh, sorry. Excuse me while I whip this out. Ladies. How appropriate for this episode. John Goodman movies we picked. Uh, Andrew. Okay. Well, I am a fan of the Goodman. And uh, I will start with number three, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Nice. Okay. And Which is, his, uh, is... I guess he, he was kind of a He was the Cyclops. Villain. Cyclops. Yeah. Yeah. In that movie, and wait, wait, uh, thought he did it well. What? Wait, he was not the Cyclops. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah he had. He was the edge. one where he represented the Cyclops in the uh, Odysseus story. Oh, sorry, you said, "Oh, brother, where are there?" I was immediately looking at Monsters Inc. and I was like, "Nope, that's, uh, <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's Mike Wazowski." Yeah. yeah, that's that's Billy Savage. Billy Crystal. 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 What the Who hell? Is Billy Savage. You're just making is. up names now. <laughs> at least when you just blurt out Joe Pesci, it's a human. Um, moving on yeah moving on so number two um monsters speaking of monsters incorporated oh there is a billy savage (laughs) he works in the sound department and then number one is a quite a little older and it's a film called king ralph i've never seen king ralph the king of england i've never heard of (laughs) stop it corny uh You know, make people actually get sick. <laughs> he moves to... Like my mother-in-law would be almost gagging now just by hearing oh, really? him make those noises. Yeah. 
And, oh, yeah, and King Ralph, he basically finds out that he is a descendant of the crown. Nice. Oh, okay. He comes to you. Moist. All right, Corny. All right. Um, let me give a uh, honorable mention to uh, 1984 Revenge of the Nerds. Um, I didn't know he was in that, but I saw his list, so I was like, I like that movie. Uh, my number three will be um, um, Monsters, Inc. All right. Okay. My number two, Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> nice. Nice. And my number one, The Beware. Big Lebowski. Beware of the groove. I, you know, I've still never seen The Big Lebowski. I haven't either. So Wasn't the... that on our list? It was for a while, and then it got pulled. Yeah. It got pulled. Okay. Dude. Dude. All right. Sorry. Uh, cool. Yeah. Sam? All right. My uh, number three is uh, Sean's wife's favorite movie of all time. Um, enjoy this one every now and then called Arachnophobia. Oh, I was like, The Little Mermaid? He's not in that. <laughs> but I get it now because my wife hates spiders. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Favorite, um, my favorite the... line in that movie is when the guy gets bit in the foot and he goes, Oh, I felt like a damn cougar. Sorry. <laughs> But that's how that's uh, the, those types of movies back in the '90s were awesome. You know, Anaconda and all that sort of the stuff. The freaking kind of, spider kind of squealed. Way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my number two is Emperor's New Groove. Ah, God, that's such a rewatchable it's, film. One of my favorite Disney movies. And number one, Oh Brother, We're Out There. We thought you was a horny toad. <laughs> uh, well, I, I cannot pass Oh Brother, We're Out There if it's on the station as I'm flipping channels. It's just it's it has to stay on. Uh, well, I'm I'm here yet. So you guys yep. all have said the ones that I would have said. So I'm actually going to go and look to see if there's something else that I would pick because, um, because honestly, my number one would be Emperor's New Groove because that's one yep. of my favorite Disney films of all time. Um, and I know people are like, "What? Yes, it is a wonderful film, and I love it." But I've not seen you know Argo and Flight and uh, a lot of other things. The artist and whatever Drunk Boat is. There's um, a thing called Drunk Boat. He was in it. He was a character named Fletcher. Um. Huh. So, uh, I mean, yeah, he was in Evan Almighty, but he's not anything worth noting in that. That's not a good movie. Uh, well, no, he's not. I like the first one, but the second one, yeah, you're right. So anyway, so my number three was uh, Oh Brother, and number two was uh, Monsters uh, Inc. slash You. So sweet. Um, I love you. I think I like you more than I do. Uh... I like you too, Sam. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's yeah. nice. See, it's easier that's, to get closer to that's, you too. Uh, that's the to nicest you. thing you've literally ever said to me. Yeah. Uh, and that includes. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, out of 10. Time for out of 10. Derp -derp 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 -derp. Wait, what's supposed to happen? Well, this is where you guys give me your score from a 0 to a 10. What if we don't? What are you going to do? I guess nothing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, John Goodman movies. Uh, Andrew. You're muted. There you go. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay, so like I said, I enjoyed the movie and it kept my attention and uh, uh, it kept me on the edge of the seat and I did enjoy the nice sci-fi twist uh, like we mentioned earlier. 
So I'm going to give this a nice uh, 7.7. All right. Cool. Okay, Corny. Corny. Are, are you muted? No. You okay? Yes, I am. Oh, there so you are. Oh, you muted yourself. I was like, um, I'll give you the responses that I gave. What you want, sucker. And then after no response, I said, oh, you want the score? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was getting very aggressive. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I, I was fighting a giant spider. Oh. Um, did it? Did it? Hiss and then assume an attack position. It did actually. Okay. Nice. Asked for my wallet and was like, "Huh, you in the wrong hood, dog." And um, <laughs> no, that never happened. I, I politely gave him my wallet. He went away. Um, yeah, it's a really, really interesting uh, take on a monster movie um, and uh, a who done it and all kinds of other stuff. And uh, had Mary Elizabeth Win- uh, Winstead, so. Um, that was immediately at least a seven. So I'm going to give it, uh, except for uh, Sky High, because F that movie. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to give it like a 7.84. Okay. Wow. Okay. I like it. I could have had more explosions, but the one that was there was pretty badass. All right. Right on. Sam. Cool. I uh, really enjoyed it. Uh, like Andrew, I, it kept my attention the whole time. I did not fall asleep during it, which is a good sign. Um, only a few uh, just detractions, um, and they're very minor detractions. So, and one of them being, it's, it might be hard to rewatch this thing. Um, it's yeah. just it's stressful. And uh, so I'd give, I'd probably go there with the uh, Corny and Andrew. I'd give it a seven point seven eight. Okay. 7.78, yep. wow. Very good. Um, yeah, I I uh I'm with you guys. I like the movie and Sam, I think you're kinda right. I mean, if I'm gonna rewatch this, I need to get away from it for a little while. Um, I don't know if this movie is gonna be one of those movies where I just randomly like stew on it on my brain like I do Snowpiercer. Um, though I, I did see some news that the guy what directed Snowpiercer is getting another movie and I think it's supposed to be like part of that same world as Snowpiercer. Who uh Jun Ho Bong. Jun Ho Bong. He's a South Korean director. Yeah, ok- Okaja. Never mind, it's not it's definitely not. It's the monster thingy. Meet Mija, a young girl who risked everything to prevent a powerful multinational company from kidnapping her best friend, a fascinating animal named Kaja. It's like a is that the pig thing? The pig looks yeah. like a pig. Yeah, but Tilda Swinton is in it. So that's why I, that's what I got confused about. Tilda Swinton is in it, but has nothing to do with Snowpiercer. Jake Gyllenhaal is in it. Anyway, it has nothing to do with this. This score, I'm yeah. gonna give it. Sorry, uh, God liked it. Uh, it held my attention. Um, I mean, my, I mean, legit hands were sweaty at moments when he was yelling and like when they were trying to be all sneaky, sneaky. And then when he read palms were sweaty, sorry. Like when he reached up into the uh, air vent to get the mask, I was like, Oh, is he going to get it? You know? And then he found the thing under the bed and then oh, it just went to hell from there. So I'm going to give this thing a good seven, seven point seven five. Um, 
acid baths um, because I just liked it. So I tell you, this is probably the movie we've been the absolute closest on in terms of all our opinions. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it was crazy. Maybe, I don't know. But um, I'm actually just curious to see kind of where it ranks now with the rest of of, of our whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, this thing is going to actually park right next to um, The Rock. Yeah. So, I'm, A lot of big shit. I'm actually yeah. good with that. In fact, it's actually going to be above. It's going to dethrone Avengers Age of Ultron as, as 31. So... There you go. That's good. Okay. I think I always think we we did that a little too high. I think we did too, actually. I think if we would have if we would redo that, I think that score might be a little lower, honestly. Yeah. Because I'm looking at movies near it. I would much rather watch Blazing Shadows, Tucker and Dale versus Evil, or even the original Batman. Absolutely. <laughs> well, the eighty nine Batman, not the original Batman. Anyway, that's fine. That's our movie. That was it. That was fun. I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. And whoever put it on their list, I'm really glad you did. That's sweet. So what's um, next? Well, I guess it depends. If Andrew watches Wonder Woman this week, it'll be Wonder Woman. We'll do okay. a spoiler cast of Wonder Woman. Um, and I need to double check because I think Corny, you haven't, you probably haven't updated the list recently, have you? Oh, I no, I've not. I've not done it for the July. I'm sorry. I no, need that's that. fine. That's fine. No, it's fine. It's, it's not like it's your job <laughs> because it's. Not. I filled the city. Uh, we filled this city. Uh, I will. I will say this. Uh, Spawn has been added to the yeah to Netflix. I kind of feel just like... watched it on uh, Sunday. And it's oh my a, gosh! Is it as terrible as I remember it being? Mm-hmm. Is it worth <laughs> is it worth doing? I think it is mm-hmm. because in terms of a uh, comic book movie of this level, this dark level, um, do we do we, we don't, don't see this? Do we want to uh, bump it over some stuff? I guess is my um, question. What's like? What's up? I'll tell you yes or no. Well, so again, I gotta double check to see if some of these things. I know I'm really sorry for doing this on air. Um, basically, if we don't do um, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, what is next Wonder is um, Alice through the Looking Glass. Oh. That's what's next. That than Spawn. Really? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Well, I mean, just we just the, did. We just did. Or you guys just did Judge Dredd, which is another. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, thing just, too. No, no problem. And so, Logan was, you know, a couple before that. So, and he's still here. And if we do Wonder Woman, <laughs> we'll keep. You know. Uh, that's fair. I see your point. That's fair. Um, so we got coming up after that. Uh, the one after that would be Sweeney Todd. Interesting. Um, uh, I had to put subtitles up on that when I watched it the first time. One. Yeah, that yeah. might be worth. Uh, bringing, God rest his soul. Bringing Chad back uh, for, because I know he has a fondness for that. For just that likes movie. killing people. <laughs> that is also very true. Well, and yeah. while I was in London, and I didn't know this, but did you get uh, to Fleet Street? Uh, we went on Fleet Street, and our tour guide actually told us that that is a true story. Uh, oh my and, gosh! The demon and there really demon. was a guy named Sweeney Todd who really was a barber, and he did kill people, and his and he gave the meat of the bodies to his wife and she did not know that she was cooking people when she made her pies mm. meat pies yeah. cool uh so <laughs> yeah. next week is wonder woman uh depending upon andrew if not it'll be alice to the looking glass after that we got sweeney todd after that 
we got Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, and then the Chronic of what? The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So we got (laughs) some. We got Happy, Creepy, Happy, Back to Creepy with Seven Psychopaths. So, but Seven Psychopaths is awesome. So yeah, so like hilarious. Sam, Sam, Sam. Yeah. So we will, um, uh, as per usual, Corny will filter through the list to make sure things are still. Yeah. Uh, streaming and things like that, but we got some good stuff coming up and some really shit films coming up too that I'm really looking forward to. Such Lots as of good movies out there in the theater too. So what? who knows if we'll stick one of those? Things yeah, in. yeah. Spider-Man: Homecoming <laughs> might get a, a spoiler cast too. So. Great. Yeah. Um, there it is. Anyway, that's it. That's our show. Thank you so much for listening. This has been so much fun. I'm glad to get to get back together with you guys and do this. And uh, that's going to do it for us. So thank you. Uh, go to our website, cheapseatreviews.com. Uh, yeah, listen yeah. to Corny. Um, hey, I updated it. So oh, there you go. Thank you. I'm Because <laughs> Corny has a set of skills. Um, cheapseatreviews.com, of course, is our website. And um, uh, our Anchor app. I need to have a conversation with you guys off air about Anchor. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube. Visit our website, which I already said. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash CheapSeatReviews. And, of course, you can follow us on the Twitter, at CheapSeatCast. Um, and you may send us your emails, if you so wish to do so, to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's all I have to say about that. And... Uh, We'll, uh, you will uh, stay tuned. Look, keep an eye on our Twitter account, and we'll let you know if we're doing uh, Wonder Woman or yeah. that other thing that I said. Sean will twit. I will twit. When you take a, <laughs> I, I can't help but laugh every time we watch. Uh, we've watched Moana now like sixteen times as a family. Um, and he's when like, you use a bird to when write. When you use a bird to write, it's called tweeting. Uh, I like that movie a lot, and you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, exactly. Such a good movie. Go watch it. It actually, it's actually on. It's actually on Netflix too, by the way. Yeah. Uh, did you just say turkey? (laughs) Maybe. No. Okay. Well, fine. What's it to you, Chump? No, nothing. I was just curious. (laughs) Is all. I'm getting super aggressive. I'm getting hungry. No, that's fine. So on on that note, um, on behalf of Corny. Uh, the turkey Andrew Sam this is Sean saying thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week you melted half my face